0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: On the TV, on the radio, and even social media, everyone has become a debater. Hot heads, hot takes, and lots of hot air are now the norm. But only one can be. The Master Debater. This is Master Debaters from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
2: I'm Dennis Foley, and welcome to Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. Joining us this week is comedian and writer James Ponce. Hey James, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Also joining us, our next debater covers the melee inside the octagon for combat culture each month. Hello, Matt Ryan. Hi, how are we? <laughs> I think we're good. And our third debater can be heard each Saturday night on the Saturday Night Super Super Show on KTSA and can be seen each Saturday morning on San Antonio's The CW35 when that's allowed. <laughs> That's Roman Garcia. Hey, Roman, how are you? Hey,
3: good to see you. I think you just called it the Saturday Night Stupid Show, but that's fine. That's right. <laughs> it's about right. It's about right.
2: He's going. To, hey, going we're to the old name. we're right there. We're right there with you now. So we're all we're all in this together. Uh, <laughs> they will be presenting arguments in an effort to try to win over our judge, who this week is Alex from Long Island, New York. Alex, how are you?
0: Doing just fine, Dennis.
2: And now his job is going to be to analyze, critique each response our contestants uh, give to questions that I present throughout the show, along with being, uh, you know, the the guy who asks you guys the questions and you guys respond to them. I'm also the show's referee. So if there's something that I don't like and maybe merits a penalty, I will be playing this very whistle. Now, before we get started, let's give our contestants a chance to ask the judge a question to get to know him a little bit better. Let's start with Matt. Do you have any questions for our judge?
4: Have you now or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party?
0: Uh, Mr. McCarthy, I and this committee know that I have never been a member of the Communist Party. I was brought here thinking that this was, in essence, a hayride.
4: That is incorrect, uh, sir. That it is in fact a box social and or cotillion.
2: Mm. Okay, uh, Roman, do you have a question for a judge, Alex? Well, in the in the spirit of the uh, the whole scotus
3: thing, uh, my question would be: Have you ever engaged in sexual harassment? <laughs> Wow. Uh, not, <laughs> I'll take that as a yes.
2: Not no not knowingly. <laughs> there you go. Uh James. Do you have a question for our judge? Uh,
5: of course I do. You you're from Long Island, sir, you said?
0: That is correct.
5: Is it my question is, is it difficult? To live in one of the greatest areas and be one of the greatest people around because you're God, from there. That is good. What? What? What this is it? I, it's a legit question. This are guy. you? Are you? Is it hard for you to be that great of a Long Islander? That's my question.
3: What? It's not kissing up, is it? Do uh I don't know who, Let's see what Alex <laughs> says. No, you probably just won. You probably just won the whole show. That's what debating is it's a place
0: it's a place like any other place
2: alright well I think it's now time to play
5: (laughs) I like the judge that can't be swayed I like that
2: (laughs) oh it's time for opening arguments in this segment I will give each combatant one question And that combatant answers the question, and our judge, Alex, will give them a score between zero and 10 points. They will have 30 seconds for their argument, and the buzzer will let them know when time is up. We're gonna start with Matt. Uh, A TV media queen joins the Get Out the Vote campaign here in Texas.
4: Hi, Christian, this is Oprah Winfrey. It really is Oprah Winfrey.
3: Oprah didn't need to do any convincing on her first cold call for Beto O'Rourke's Powered by the People group. On a scale from
4: zero to ten, zero being I'm never going to vote, and ten being I'm definitely
3: voting. What number describes you, Christian? I'm at 11. Early voting began in Texas yesterday. It begins in Kansas, Rhode Island, and Tennessee today. Deborah
2: Rodriguez, CBS News. Yeah, we know, the story's a couple days old. But would getting a phone call from a celebrity make you more or less willing to vote in an election? 30 seconds, Matt.
4: Well, it depends upon their argument. If their argument is, hey, I'm Oprah, you should vote because I'm Oprah telling you to vote, then no. If you're able to convey to me a reason why, A, I should vote, B, I should vote for the candidate you're interested in, or if it's a nonpartisan situation... The these celebrities have the power of their platform to do so. It's like a superpower. You can use it for good, evil, or not use it at all. It's all predicated on the person taking in the message and how they're internalizing it. My feelings are immaterial.
2: Alex, a score of zero to ten. What do you want to give that?
0: Uh I would give that uh seven and a
2: half. Alright. Stab you in your sleep. Roman. <laughs> <laughs> mm uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, do have uh, Roman, a <laughs> new study shows a slim majority of Americans are stockpiling groceries or planning to do so. The
3: stockpiling is happening
4: as an estimated 52% of Americans express concerns <laughs> about potential big problems looming in the coming months. The greatest worry is another surge of COVID-19 cases. Others are more focused on the possibility of social and political unrest following the presidential election. The poll was conducted by Sports and Leisure Research Group. No matter which products Americans may try to hoard, the Wall Street Journal reports stores are ready, determined to avoid fiascos like the toilet paper that disappeared right when you needed it most. Wendy Gillette, CBS
2: News. So Roman, are you stockpiling or or should people stockpile or think about stockpiling on groceries, 30 seconds?
3: Here's the thing, I learned my lesson during this pandemic and I have tried as much as I can to go off the grid, man. I built a chicken coop, I have fresh eggs every morning, I built a garden, and I'm thinking of how can I convert these leaves into toilet paper, because I have a lot of trees. So the thing is, yes, be prepared, don't be an idiot, but the best thing is, go off the grid man, do it yourself, don't rely on HEB.
2: Alex, score of 0-10, what'd you think?
3: Uh, you had me up until
0: the leaves. Um, I'm going to say... Is that
3: poison ivy? <laughs> uh, six. All right.
2: Oh, Jesus. Up Jesus. next, James. I will help
3: kill you in your sleep.
2: James. <laughs> they, they're I known. didn't kill us, It stab.
3: Oh, oh, sorry. I took
2: it too far. Next question. They're known for making bacon, but now Hormel uh, Foods is uh, getting into the face mask business.
1: I want to bring home the bacon to you. Well, from now until October 28th, Hormel is giving away bacon scented masks. They're calling it the breathable bacon face covering, and it's billed as a revolutionary face mask featuring the latest in pork scented technology. Now, for every request received, Hormel will donate one meal to Feeding America, up to 10,000 meals. The free masks will be given away while supplies last. You can find a link to request one on the entertainment page of KTSA.com. Don Morgan, KTSA News.
2: Because where else would you get a bacon-scented mask? Uh, So, James, (laughs) would you get a bacon-scented mask? 30 seconds.
5: 100% for it. Let's do it. If you're not an American... If you are an American, you're going to be wearing a bacon mask. If you haven't done your part to at least get in shape, get yourself better, be prepared for COVID, well, we're all going to know who you are with a bacon mask on. It's going to be the big guy wandering around, almost gliding, almost like a cartoon character just gliding down the street. It's the least you can do. Heck yeah. Bacon mask for everybody. What's next? Pie mask? Yes. Oh, I thought I heard the beeper. I thought I was done. Alex.
2: All right. That's, I did that, that
5: too. That's the sound of my bacon. That's the sound of my bacon
2: ready. By the way, <laughs> What's, mm-hmm. what score do you want to give that?
0: Bacon. I'm sorry. You kind of, uh, you know, once I heard bacon mask, I kind of went off into a reverie. Uh, <laughs> my 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 brain just just went somewhere. Uh, yeah, yes, bacon mask. That's a nine.
2: Alright, well ah,
3: see, all that sucking
2: up in the beginning. Coming up, <laughs> no. nudes and nudes. We'll debate both next on Master Debaters from KTSA.
1: This is Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. Yes, it
2: is, and things are going to start heating up a little bit. We have James Ponce, Matt Ryan, and Roman Garcia this week competing to convince our judge Alex that their argument is the best argument, and if you want to be a judge on a future edition of Master Debaters, go to our website, ktsa.com masterdebaters, and enter to be our next adjudicator. So uh, let's keep this debate going.
1: For argument's sake, on Master Debaters.
2: All right, so I'm going to give all three contestants the same question in this segment, and they will each take a turn presenting an argument on that question. After they all take their 30 seconds to respond, our judge will then give each of them a score of anywhere between 0 to 10 points for their responses. Our first question, or first topic, it was a celebration in Los Angeles earlier this week after the Lakers won the NBA championship.
3: Chaotic scenes surrounding the celebrations at Staples Center. Walls of cars and fans flooding intersections, stopping traffic. One fan setting a box of fireworks off in the road. Some LAPD officers struck with projectiles from the crowd, responding with non-lethal rounds.
2: That's ABC's Will Reeves. So uh, we're going to start with Matt. How would you celebrate your favorite sports team's championship? 30 seconds.
4: All right. So I'm a New York Metropolitans fan, so this is never going to happen. We're going to look at this (laughs) pragmatically. I will just list a bunch of things that will happen before the New York Mets win the championship. Uh, Mecca Trump. Uh, Ivanka Trump taking over most parts of Western Canada. Uh, For some reason, (laughs) Super Mario and Yoshi becoming sentient and robbing banks. The Hamburglar finally stealing a Hamburglar. A Grimace sex tape. A Billy Martin sex tape. For some reason, Baby Yoda dancing around a burning trash can, a.k.a. what it looks like when Duke wins a a collegiate lacrosse championship. On top of that, more than anything, finding love in 2020 it's a pandemic yeah your time's up all right roman (laughs) 30 seconds
3: first of all i could give less of a crap about championships we're in a pandemic (laughs) but here's the thing i'm from san antonio so when our spurs win championships we do things the right way we don't start fires and flip cars we just drive downtown hand out free tamales give a Freaking, give a beer to somebody. We do things the right way, nice, docile, and then we all go home and fight with our wives.
2: Hmm. Okay, James. Thirty seconds. How would you celebrate your team's championship?
5: Here we go. The world wins. We all win. COVID. We have a. Uh, we, we discover how to cure it. We cure it. But guess what? Still quarantine. So we all zoom together. All billions and billions of people on the world zoom together, break down the infrastructure. We're back to the popul- apocalyptic period of our <laughs> life. <laughs> we're, b- we're back to square one. We start over, celebrate. <laughs>
3: we all win.
2: For <laughs> the like record.
3: For the record, James is in Colorado right now, and I'll just leave it at that.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Alex, scores. (laughs) Mm.
0: Well, uh, starting with Matt, uh, (laughs) I understand your frustration about the New York Mets, and I I share that frustration. Uh, I I would say that that, I give a uh, a, a seven, a solid seven on that. Uh, James... Uh, you know, you're, you're talking about the entire world blowing up because we all tried to zoom at once. That's that's an interesting <laughs> prospect. I, I, was, I I'd say that's a that's about a five. And Roman, you know, you actually answered the question about what you do when your team wins a championship, and I heard free tamales, which obviously is a great idea. You know, nobody hands out free stuff when, usually when the team wins. Usually, you have to pay thirty nine ninety five for the t shirt.
3: Right, right,
0: um, that's true,
5: true.
0: But if, but if someone's handing out a free tamale, you know, you, you you've got me sold, and you've got me as a fan for life. Uh, but, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to give that. A, that's a, that's a ten.
2: All, All right. Nice. Yeah. Next yeah. next topic. I'm Bizarre How about
3: the fighting with my wife?
2: Did that do anything for me? No. Bizarre developments in Anchorage, Alaska, and now
1: the mayor has stepped down. A crowd at a city meeting in Anchorage welcomed the resignation of the mayor. Ethan Berkowitz stepping down just days after a local TV anchorwoman threatened to report he had posted nude photos of himself on a website. Berkowitz denied Maria Athens' allegations, but admitted having an inappropriate relationship with her. I'm
0: going to get an Emmy. You either turn yourself in.
1: Audio of a racist and profanity-filled voicemail added to it all. Athens lost her job and faces criminal charges after a confrontation at her former station. Steve Kathan, CBS News.
2: Oh, Roman, so uh, which is worse for your own personal rep, having a nude photo of you shared on the internet or having a racist voice message you left someone be posted online? 30 seconds.
3: In this day and age, I'm gonna go with racism. That's always the hot button because now everybody's used to the idea that someone has a naked photo out there somewhere on the internet or someone's phone. So um, you know, I'm not gonna bring up Anthony Weiner, you know, but I'm just saying it can happen to anybody. So I'll go with uh, racism would be the worst for uh, for five, Alex, or a hundred, Alex, or whatever. I'm throwing Jeopardy in. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why.
2: James, 30 seconds.
5: I I gotta go that route as well. Anything racist or any kind of inclination of being racist, you can't. (laughs) <laughs> Who, who's going to cancel of a, a, a you know down there i don't know how i can say it a, a painter and uh a, a hoo and some you know tatas who's going to cancel you on that right you get you get more hardship on that than anything but i'm hardship. definitely
3: going
5: to go yeah oh yeah, racist for sure <laughs>
3: He went with hardship.
4: Oh,
2: our first day on the radio is going <laughs> great right now. Matt, thirty seconds.
4: Well, it's obviously I'm going to. Uh, it's preaching to the choir at this point, but it's obviously racism. The systemic effects of racism, especially from people in power, is a devastating thing, and we kind of expect political sex scandals now, especially you know with mayors, senators, congressmen, aldermen, dog catchers, uh, the you know grocery <laughs> store clerks. It's It's expected. <laughs> We're it's twenty twenty. We as a nation should look past racism already, but we're really stuck in the past as much as we try to fight out of it. The systemic archaism is still there.
2: All right, Alex. Uh do you think their arguments were good or bad? What scores?
0: Well, I think they all argued at least at least in my opinion, they were all on the right side of the argument. Uh yeah, obviously, you know, you can get past a nude, I think, a lot faster than you can get past uh racism. Um, uh, you know, racist, sexist rants, um, by the you know, but that's definitely this is definitely the first time I've seen a situation where both parties lose, uh, in this one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, as far as they did all of the arguments go, uh, I would say I'm gonna, you know, what I'm gonna go triple nines on it,
2: all right, nine, nine, and nine.
0: Nice. All right, well, uh, Thanks,
2: speaking, speaking of nudes or nudes <laughs> on the internet. This ad campaign from Kraft not under fire.
3: I want there to be no confusion. Do not send nudes. Definitely send nudes.
4: The backlash was served up piping hot. Comments flooding the brand's Instagram like this one. Stop, stop, stop. Listen to all of these moms. We are your customers. A Change.org petition was even launched. The title, Kraft Mac and Cheese, Your Send Nudes Campaign Was Harmful. Do better for our kids. Kraft seeming to hear the feedback loud and clear. All of the videos and posts related to the Send Nudes Campaign have been deleted.
2: That's ABC's Will Gans. And just to be clear, their Send Nudes Campaign is Send N-O-O-D-S Nudes. So uh, is this a good or bad marketing campaign for macaroni and cheese? We're going to start with James, 30 seconds.
5: Horrible for them. Who wants to see the after effects of what Kraft macaroni and cheese is doing to Americans moms? <laughs> Who wants to see what is that what the point is? To shame them? Hey, guess what? Send your nudes and we're going to post them and we're going to show you what all the Kraft macaroni and cheese is doing to you. I think it's bad. It's negative and uh, I agree. It's it's got to stop. <laughs> 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 Do better, everyone. Do better. I hear the beep and then I'm like, <laughs> it's
3: confusing.
2: Uh, Matt, 30 seconds.
4: Do we really need to market macaroni and cheese anymore? is is the is the marketing campaign or the people over craft that desperate like there's not enough awareness about macaroni and cheese we we've had the spinning wheels we've had the dinosaur shaped ones what can we do oh puns let's go with puns everybody loves a good pun please daddy love me i work in marketing and cry myself to sleep at every night this is me being honest right now it hurts my soul at a level exorbitant
2: uh roman uh 30 seconds
3: i think that uh i think that these companies are trying too hard to try to be relevant with what's going on with the kids etc like i'm seeing toys promoted that are like hey here's my uh, there's a toy called like fashion fail like stupid stuff so i think that's what they're trying to do like let's go with nudes like whose stupid idea was that now granted I have been naked eating macaroni and cheese before. I got to put that out there for the sake of full disclosure. But I do think this was a horrible campaign. No one wants hot mac and cheese on their junk.
2: All right, Alex, scores. Uh, Yeah, well,
0: Matt was thinking exactly what I was thinking. Macaroni and cheese doesn't need help. Macaroni and cheese in a pandemic (laughs) is a staple. It, yes. it it doesn't need to be marketed. It's there, it's available, it's cheap, and you ju- and and there's no judgment if you buy seven of them and take them home and eat them. There's no it doesn't need help. Um so Matt, I'm giving you a ten. Thank uh, you. Roman, were, were you the one who admitted to being naked and eating uh yeah. macaroni and cheese? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah.
0: I honestly admit it. Honesty wins point honesty wins points i'm gonna also give i'm also gonna give you a 10.
3: nice james nice.
0: james you were you were you were you were good I, i'm gonna give you an eight
2: yes all right <laughs> next topic in louisiana police outside of baton rouge responded to a call from local saying a school bus had been stolen yeah. That's exactly what happened in Baton Rouge. Someone took the school bus for a
3: joyride, weaving through town as stunned neighbors looked on. A Sunday, you're just trying to relax, you know, and things happen.
1: The chase lasted 13 miles before the bus struck a gas line and a
3: tree before coming to a stop. When police got to the bus, they discovered it was an 11-year-old boy behind the wheel. One
0: of the policemen said he had never seen anything like this before.
3: The child was booked into juvenile detention on multiple charges, including theft of a motor vehicle and aggravated
2: assault. Todd Ant, ABC News. So, uh, Matt, any vehicle you've ever wished to take on a joyride? Let's debate that. 30 seconds. The Death Star.
4: (laughs) Do I really need to explain anything? Are we talking tangible vehicles or fictional vehicles? Uh, Because we've got Franz Ferdinand's death car. Uh, Let's see. The Mobile. Uh, that tank Patton vomited in, uh, at least six variations of the Batmobile. And you know what? A Volkswagen Beetle. Cause I just think it'd be funny me driving around in one. the a large man in a compact vehicle.
2: Roman, 30 seconds.
3: Uh, my dream vehicle was always a Porsche. And then I finally bought one. Uh, it was used, but it was new to me. Um, so a Porsche would be my vehicle of choice to steal when I bought it I ran into a friend of mine and he I say friend I use it loosely he said are you having a midlife crisis I said no I'm having midlife money so uh, there you go and then I sped off and him and his wife and his minivan just took off in another direction so a Porsche would be my car still my dream car
2: and James 30 seconds
3: yeah,
5: well, if we're talking about commandeering a vehicle and st- stealing one straight up, it's got to be the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. I mean, who, you, the, the looks alone. When you guys see the Oscar Mayer Wiener, don't even act like you don't get your phones out. The only problem is park, parking that thing is a is a heck of a problem. But for sure, that's got to that's, that's be it. You get salutes all day, you get special treatment, uh,
3: and it's fun to knock out the, the driver. Hey, you got the, you got the big wiener
1: going. Yeah,
2: big wiener going. There. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. Oh boy, uh, Alex uh, <laughs> scores.
3: Uh,
0: James, you were the one. Uh, somebody was going to have to say the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile in order to get a ten on this one. James, you said it. You get the ten. Sweet. Um, uh, Matt was a, just a large large list of, of vehicles. Um, I'm surprised you didn't say ice cream truck in there. Cause uh. that just sounds like fun to just drive around all day and listen to that music while you're slowly going insane. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I would, I'd give that a seven and Roman, 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 uh, a, a used Porsche. That's, <laughs> uh, that sound, I'm a that on a sounds sad.
5: <laughs> oh, man. You're gonna get eleven like, points just for sympathy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna say five.
3: Oh Jesus! Oh, it's still a Porsche.
2: <laughs> I
3: have a Kia. Five, I have a Kia too. Five, that helps. It was newer. Five is a mid, <laughs> Five is a midlife number.
2: Yeah,
5: exactly.
2: All right, next question. There's a new casting controversy in Hollywood. Picking
1: up where Liz Taylor left off. Will kneel. I will what? On your knees. Wonder Woman's Gal Gadot.
3: But the choice of an Israeli to play the Queen of Egypt isn't going over well with critics of Middle Eastern descent. They call it disrespectful, arguing the part should have gone to an Arab
1: actress. The director, Patty Jenkins, says the new movie will tell Cleopatra's story through the eyes of women, both behind and in front of the camera. Deborah Rodriguez,
2: CBS News. So, uh, Romans, is this a big problem or not that big of a problem? 30 seconds. Starts now.
3: First of all, Gal Gadot can do whatever she wants, and it's fine. It doesn't. Uh, there should be no controversy with anything surrounding her. Because she's incredible. The other thing is, what, are we supposed to now cast actors and actresses that are the actual person they are portraying? So Forrest Gump, we needed to find a guy that really had whatever issues Forrest Gump had. You know, Daniel Day-Lewis, my left foot. We had to find a guy that actually had issues with his left foot. It's ridiculous. Uh,
2: James, 30 seconds.
5: Well you guys know of course as I did Cleopatra was actually she was Greek and did I know that before all this no because guess what I'm doing (laughs) acting I'm acting like I do I'm an actor that's what we do we pretend we go off we're characters and this is just an, another, just another kind of like a flag to wave around and say, I'm upset about something and I'm upset about a movie. Really eat some popcorn and enjoy it. Always <laughs> oh, early
3: on this.
2: <laughs> Matt, 30 seconds.
3: <laughs> Premature ejaculation.
2: I'm gonna uh,
4: digress from my two colleagues here and say, it's it's on Hollywood right now to find the best actor, but you need to start with creating an idea of equal representation. Uh, when it comes to meritocracy, I'm a big fan of meritocracy, but if we're looking to tell the story of a woman by women, we should first try to find a woman who represents who that person was, an Egyptian queen, and then if we can't find an Egyptian actress to the par that is needed, then you look elsewhere. It's about representation and talent.
2: All right, Alex, scores.
4: Mm.
0: Uh, Matt matt made a very cognizant very good argument uh i will give him a, a a nine for this one uh james and roman uh kind of were on the similar page uh you know gal gadot you're talking about my future ex-wife i mean that that's that's my that's my <laughs> oh, feeling. Shut up,
3: exactly man. exactly um, <laughs>
0: Uh, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna give them both the seven
2: right all right next you live another day you live another day. <laughs> topic contrary to reports of employee burnout from the stress of working from home during the coronavirus pandemic most people now say they're not so keen on going back to the office
4: according to a recent survey by consulting firm corn ferry 74 percent of respondents are confident that their co-workers would follow safety guidelines such as wearing masks and social distancing still more than half expressed doubt about returning to their workspaces once they reopen the main reason cited for wanting to continue working from home, they get more work done. The majority of respondents, 58%, say they're more productive when working remotely, even with the distraction of kids and spouses. Matt Piper, CBS News.
2: Mr. James is remote working the way of the future. 30 seconds. Well,
5: as a remote worker pretty much all of my life, I'm going to say, yeah. Being at home working is the best, most efficient thing. Uh, On a serious note, yeah, I mean, aside from the pants, no pants and stuff like that, yeah, we get that part. But being able to just work when you want, take as many breaks as you want, I can clock in right now. Whenever I can clock in at twelve a.m. if I wanted to, doesn't matter. As long as no one's over my shoulder, we can do better as individuals. And I'm pretty much on my own. Let us do our own thing.
4: Matt, thirty seconds. Well, I've been working from home since March, and you know what? There comes a a great part of it where you can wake up 8 o'clock in the morning, walk the dog, and then just sit down at your desk and drink coffee and work. But it's never going to be complete uh you know there's jobs that we need we need office workers. we need people in stores we need baseball players we need hockey players we need football players don't cancel sports again i can't do it i can't talk to people i can't do it anymore help me save me i need balls i need pucks i need strikes i just need to live
3: damn it
2: <laughs> roman Matt 30 seconds
3: Man needs balls that's hilarious um look People were talking about wanting to work from home well before a pandemic. So to give me this crap that it's about the coronavirus, it's not. It's just we all like working from home. I am doing this show sitting beside my pond. So again, it's about, like James said, no pants, no whatever, drinking coffee, drinking beer, drinking wine, but you get your work done. Doesn't matter if the kids are screaming at you. As long as you're productive and make it all happen and you don't got to fight traffic, we're great.
2: He want to get that pond reference in. Just make a I note of that.
3: Pond. I freaking love it.
2: So, uh, <laughs> love Alex, how many points you want to give out for those arguments?
3: Uh,
0: well, let's see. Uh, James, uh, I, I would say we'll give him a – I'd say Cod is in a pretty good argument. I, I would say seven. Roman, Roman, were you the one by the pond?
3: I'm by the pond. By the pond, right now.
0: You're the bi- you're by the pond. Okay, uh, I'll I'll give you I'll give you an eight for the pond, just, nice. just an extra it, point for the pond.
3: Yeah, because there's a lot of work to build it. So there you go, I built it. Yeah, thanks. No, oh, you thanks. built it.
0: That's from that's home. that's I crazy. built it. That should be a nine. Um, <laughs> from
3: home uh, No, let
0: Let's keep. Let's not push it. Um, <laughs> n- 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 Matt, Matt, you 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 digress. You, you, yeah. It's it, not, your, not your best work.
4: Because um, he's working from
0: home. I'm going I'm to give you a five on that with the warning that, you know, any further deviations from the from the uh, argument will result in penalties.
2: Uh, well, coming up, we'll tell you there's some, uh, there's some things that our debaters want to tell you. Hear about it, what their competitors think. Next on Master Debaters from KTSA.
1: This is Master Debaters from 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
2: I'm Dennis Foley, joining us this week is James Ponce, Matt Ryan and Roman Garcia, who are all working to coerce our judge Alex to give them more points than their fellow competitors. Let's keep this debate going.
1: State your case on master debaters
2: so our competitors before the show came in with a topic they wanted to talk about a case they wanted to present to the judge they will get 90 seconds to do so during those 90 seconds if the other combatants wish to challenge uh, they get 45 seconds each to present uh, after the case being done presented to present their challenge now when someone wants to present their challenge you'll hear this yeah it's the boxing bell it will let you know a challenge is coming Now, if uh, these competitors want to change their topic from the one that they sent in in at the start, I'm going to assess an automatic five-point penalty. There are also now more points at stake. Our judge can now give up to 20 points at the end of each topic or can take away up to 20 points from everyone, including those that challenge or choose to stay quiet and not challenge. So we're going to have Matt go first. So Matt... 90 seconds starts now.
4: I grew up in New York City, as I made apparent when I started ranting about the New York Mets, and I love the game of baseball. But the baseball season and baseball games are too long. Uh, Per baseball research, we've lost 5 million fans at the ballpark between 2009 and 2019. Uh, There are fans being lost on television, in the seats, and in their hearts. America has lost touch with the game of baseball, and I believe if we made the game shorter— To about seven innings and we did 60 games a year like this pandemic season, we'd still be able to have a fun and engaging game and keep the game from going over three hours which is the average time of games now. Not only do families get to go to more games because they'll be more affordable but there will also be lesser time to going to and from the ballpark those who have kids know especially when you're going to games with young kids you got to be there at a certain time and be out at a certain time so if a game's really exciting and it's going into the seventh eighth inning and your wife's looking at you like i don't know we gotta go and then you gotta go through parking and it's an hour home this is the way to go modernizing baseball would be the best thing to happen to the sport since the designated hitter and the advent of free agency and also the abolishment of the salary uh, of the luxury tax, bring back the salary cap. I yield my time <laughs> <laughs> to
2: who, though? This is your time.
4: Uh fine. Watch Catalyst Wrestling every Wednesday at seven thirty on Fight TV, or six thirty Central if you're li- living in San Antonio.
3: I'll just jump in with I agree to fill time.
2: Okay. Well, uh, there were no challenges. So, uh, Alex, uh, what points you want to give out to all three of our combatants?
0: Well. I can't give an, I can't give points for arguments where there were no arguments, but I can certainly give points where there was an argument. There was a very clear and passionate argument for modernization of baseball. I agree with some of it. Um, there are some things that I, you know, may, may have some questions about, but I am definitely, uh, getting the cut of the jib, uh, for argument's sake. Um, I would say that that was a very well-passioned argument. I would give that 14 points.
2: No, uh, you want to give any points or take points away from the non-challengers?
0: No, because, you know, obviously they didn't have, uh, (laughs) you know, any, anything to say. So I'm not going to, I can't dock them for not speaking okay. i guess
2: that's fair all right uh james your turn to present your 90 second argument
5: all right shame belittlement embarrassment we all go through it every day anytime you're with a cart or a basket or one item and you walk up to the checkout line and you pay for your item or items and you hear that one little phrase would you like to donate to a whatever charity come on is this is this really a thing every place i go you gotta ask me now look i'm a charitable person of course i work with nonprofits all day alright i have three under my belt right now that i'm helping that's not the point i'm just saying does it have to be an out loud question you have to be an interrogative <laughs> statement to where you say hey would you like to donate you know the answer's gonna be no does anyone say of course Da-da-da! look i'm not saying not to donate but just like an acorn thing just take it alright it- it's ten eighty-eight. Just take the rest of the twenty-something cents. You could you can dock me for the bad math. I got it. <laughs> oh, was was that my time or Was that a challenge?
2: No, Sorry. those are challenges. Oh, what are what was that? Did I get do- Did someone donate to me? Is that
3: the sound? <laughs> Is that, the sound that should happen when you when do donate
5: yeah, yeah just like Acorn. Guess what? You round it up. Oh, you, t- you took my 20-something cents, and you get that ding. <laughs> ding, ding. Oh, great. So there's, a, there's a great human there, and I'm not a bad person because I got to say out loud, no, I don't want to give to a charity. I'm a horrible human being as I, I stomp outside, and I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> get into my Grinch mobile.
2: <laughs> Roman, challenge.
3: Look, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I understand the point of being pressured at the point of sale, with a line of 20 people behind you to donate. But sometimes we need that little reminder because you know what? A lot of people are really horrible people and they don't normally donate. So if we want to take that dollar to go to Leukemia Society or take that round up your change at the store to go towards St. Jude's or whatever, I don't think there's a problem with it. Yeah, I understand. You don't want to be questioned out loud, but I think that it's perfectly fine. Let's round up the change. Let's save some children's lives. That's what I said. (laughs)
2: Matt. No, you didn't. 45 second challenge.
4: A bedrock of American society is the same reason that we ask for charity out loud, verbally, whether you're at Target, H-E-B, Walmart, Wawa, wherever it is. And it's not the idea of charity, it's the idea of shame. I come from an Irish household, and much like many (laughs) Irish households, it was predicated on shame, (laughs) passive aggressive behavior, and trying to make people do things even though they either forgot about it or didn't want to do it in general, which is why I am in favor of it. I believe we should be doing it more. Make America shame again thank you <laughs> you
3: kind of win me over with that um, James is just a horrible person
2: all right James <laughs> you get 45 seconds to respond to your challengers
3: look
5: you guys I agree shame is important I agree we should be we should be kind of coaxed into giving right but let us make our own decision to be charitable I'm not saying it I'm saying you either gotta there's a final Line between asking us out loud or just taking it if we all agree if even a week hey i'm checking you out and they go hey do you you, wanna, you know what i mean and the person <laughs> and you're like yeah yeah go ahead you just do a little like you know like you're you're, you're shushing away someone you're like yeah yeah go ahead G- take the something cents <laughs> just, just get on my point is just doing the whole intercom thing uh cashier number five we have a non you know what i mean like that's fine you guys i'm with the shame thing <laughs> you're there, I'm with you, but just let's just have a little a little cognitive form of society we can agree on getting
2: all right alex points where to begin
0: uh, <laughs> James uh, I just have a question have you ever just thought of using the self-checkout <laughs>
5: They, they still ask you they, they, my, my H-E-B in new brunswick still ask that it'll still it'll still ask you
0: yeah but nobody will know whatever
3: you decide uh, to do uh, there's cameras
0: that's how, that's how you get the cast to shame is when when you know there's just you and a computer the computer doesn't judge at least not True. yet we <laughs> haven't gotten that technology yet
5: True. And, and but sprouts the sprouts does not have self checkout and they have a picture <laughs> Of whatever horrible, t- whatever person on the thing, and you're
0: like, all right, fine, I'll give, I'll give. Okay, uh, yeah. Well, my that's wife's that's, a nurse, so that's, I just say she she's works unavoidable. Th- uh, Dennis, my point range is twenty points, right?
2: Yes, negative uh, twenty to positive twenty. Twenty to twenty to positive twenty.
0: Okay. Um, I'm gonna say for James, I will give him a solid ten points for the argument. Uh, but I'm not going to give him, you know, a whole lot of argument because obviously he's not as charitable as you'd like to think he is. But
3: I tell you, he's horrible. He's just horrible. (laughs) I'm going to say
0: Uh, 10 points on that one. Okay. I'll give Matt an extra five for the shame and (laughs) Roman an extra six for, you know, just being a
3: charitable human being.
2: All right. Uh, Roman, your turn to present your 90-second argument.
3: I think we need celebrities to tell us how to vote, what to do, what to buy, and how to think. If we didn't have them telling us to go vote, none of us would go vote. We would be just, like, clueless and not realizing, hey, we need to vote by November 3rd. So I appreciate all of these celebrities that are doing stuff like getting naked to remind us to vote uh i appreciate oprah winfrey calling us to tell us to vote i appreciate that and i also appreciate when they tell us what to eat i appreciate that snoop dogg is telling me what kind of dip i need for my chips i appreciate that him And uh, Martha Stewart are making these weed references with the green dip and letting me know, because you know what? That's what relates to people. Weed references um, and just telling me what kind of clothes to buy. I appreciate the fact that the Kardashians reach out to my wife and message her and say, hey, here's the kind of eyeliner you should use because we wouldn't know. Uh, I think that celebrities are important. I think their message is important. I think that they're telling us to move out of the country if Donald Trump wins is important, and so I think people need to get their passports, move to Canada, just like these celebrities say, and we need to just follow their lead. Whatever Taylor Swift says, I need to do, I need to do, and uh, I think it's a, I think they're just needed.
2: All right, Matt, forty-five second challenge.
4: Well, I, I I love the the passive aggressiveness there. I you need to understand the idea of having a platform and trying to use it for good. Now, Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg making weed jokes. Hey, I love a good weed joke. I grew up on Cheech and Chong, and also, you know, who doesn't enjoy a vitamin every now and again? But it's not about (laughs) having people do things because a celebrity said it. It's about having a celebrity reference something or bring something up and allowing the person to do their own research and look into why they should vote what their vote means what does it mean to vote down ticket what does it mean in this country to use the ballot box as a voice we talk about celebrities having voices the way citizens in this country have a voice is by using their wallet and going to the ballot box
2: james 45 second challenge
5: well i can believe you guys could hear the this the sarcasm in Roman's voice. How he was sarcastic <laughs> and playing off that. So my disagreement will actually be an agreement. Ah, see. So by me agreeing, I'm actually disagreeing because he was being sarcastic. So Roman, I tell you, yeah, look for it, buddy. Why don't we have The Rock once again on Instagram with so many comments against him? Use his popularity because that did well for him. Let's just keep going. Hollywood's burning as it is. Uh, everything's closing no more theaters guys guess what the new star youtube you want them telling you who to vote for huh because guess who they're gonna tell you kanye and guess who i'm voting for kanye that's besides the point but roman (laughs) let me ask you this and tell you this it's like listening to a used car salesman that's
3: my
2: (laughs) all right roman 45 seconds to respond to everyone
3: okay you know what here's the thing um I don't know where Matt was going with this, but you know what? We're like in total agreement. Like I think celebrities need to tell us what to do. I think everybody needs to use their platform. That's why it's awesome that everybody on Facebook is telling us to go vote. I'm just waiting for strippers at a strip club after the lap dance to say, hey, thanks, baby. Appreciate the time. Hope you had fun. By the way, go vote. I think that everyone needs to use their platform. I think when I go get my haircut tomorrow, I'm hoping at the end she'll tell me her feelings because she's using her platform of cutting my hair to tell me how to vote. So, yeah, I think everyone needs to use their platform, no matter what it may be. I hope when my landscaper finishes cutting my bushes, he tells me, go vote.
2: Alex, uh, points. What do you what do you think about all that? So, voting
0: is a passionate subject to me. And the, hearing all of this uh debate over the use of celebrity and and uh and and influence to uh to get people to the polls i'm for anything that that increases uh civic participation in this country roman your i could i could hear the sarcasm i could hear the passive aggressiveness but uh buddy you just weren't there with me so i am going I'm going to award you no points, and I want you to think about what you did, <laughs> James. I'm going as to long award as you vote, you, that's all that matters. I'm going to award you uh, three points for trying to come about, and Matt <laughs> yes. for 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 actually defending the process of voting, and actually just dis- you know discussing uh you know we jokes and bringing Cheech and Chong into it. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you an
2: extra 10 points. Oh. He was
3: an add-on. He shouldn't even that, be here. <laughs> that, was,
2: that was mad. Oh, uh, well, who's going to win? comes down to one final fight. This is Master Debaters from KTSA.
1: From 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins
2: and that argument ends right here right now. It's a battle this week between Matt Ryan, Roman Garcia and James Ponce to convince our judge Alex that their argument is the best argument but now it comes down to one final fight.
1: Closing arguments on Master Debaters.
2: This is where it all gets decided in a five minute melee. I'm going to give a topic, and our three contestants will hash it out amongst themselves for a whole five minutes, no more. No less. At the sound of the final buzzer, our judge will give each combatant up to 100 points, or can take away up to 100 points. The person with the fewest points will get a 15-second head start. Everyone else can join in after the bell has rung. Right now, the contestant with the fewest points is Roman, so uh, the most popular Halloween candy this year.
5: Which Halloween candy will make you the most popular neighbor? A report based on Google Trends looked at every state's favorite Halloween candy, and it turns out the US is split evenly between chocolate and non-chocolate. Across the country, Starburst is the most popular, topping the list in six different states. Other popular candies include Twizzlers, Crunch Bars, and Blow Pops.
2: That's correspondent Naomi Ruckham. So we're going to start uh, with the 15-second head start for Roman. Do you agree with the popular candies?
3: No. All of those candies are crap. Give me a Hershey bar with almonds. Give me some M&M's. Don't give me a cheap lollipop or a Twizzler. But I tell you what, the most popular candy would be uh, probably the one infused with CBD and hydroxychloroquine uh those will probably be the most popular this year so yeah i think we need to go with those
4: the unmitigated gall of someone to say twizzlers is a popular candy what In Are we in 1906? Has the coronavirus eroded everybody's sense of taste and smell at this point? Twizzlers and licorice in general are a garbage candy and should be shipped out to Staten Island and put onto a barge somewhere. Maybe in Puerto Vallarta. I don't know. We can turn them into a bridge. You let them harden overnight. You put them in a freezer. You mix them in with some concrete. But let's talk about the best candy. Because this is a topic that's been broached on this show before and it is either the reeses full cup full candy none of this fakakta baby size stuff you know what those are good in my candy dish you know what i'm going to go into my candy dish right here and I'm going to get me a Reese's pumpkin because they don't sell them in group packages. They only sell them in these individual ones. But if you're a parent worth your salt and you want to get all the kids in your neighborhood to like your kid, you buy the full-size candy. You call it an investment. You take it from the kid's college fund. You put it at a 3% VIG. You're doing the kid a favor, and you're doing yourself a favor because when at the end of it all, when your kid has the coolest bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah, sweet 16, quinceanera, yak ceremony whatever it is whatever cultural thing you've got to do and your kid has the best one you'll remember when you handed out those free candy bars you are doing your neighbors a service your kids a service and yourself a service and also your dentist you talk to your dentist you work out a little gimmick and you get him to supply the candy because he's gonna get the work on the back end it's all about the hustle it's all about being a carny yeah
3: look I, I I think
5: I think my my fellow debaters are going off opinion and they're going off their favorite candy. The debate was, is this the America's best candy? We're not saying, hey, this is my favorite candy. This should be it. They're saying, and I'm disagreeing with with what they're saying. They're starbursts or non chocolates because the polling system is based on the good parts of the area. We all know the truth. It's gonna be the, the if we went to the all around America. Well, guess what? It's gonna be the crappy candy. Right? You get the big bag, you got candy. I I disagree. How dare you? It's not about candy
4: shaming. It is not about candy candy candy. shaming. You can give me a starburst any day of the week. I will take a blow pop because they are delicious, even though they're 10 cents. We're in a recession right now. We're in the midst of thousands of people losing their jobs, being furloughed, and if they're able to even give kids candy at Halloween, you know what? I'll take the dum-dum bar. If they got a root beer one, I'll take about seven because this still... If you want to have your traditions, despite there a pandemic being on, and you're mad that your kid got bargain candy, then you need to argue with the people that aren't handing out the coronavirus stimulus in time because they're the real villains, not the people trying to hand out candy. That's not the America I grew up on. That's not the country I was raised in where we're candy shaming,
3: especially in the state of Texas. Speaking of America, my, what, kid, my kid ran for president one time of their classroom in the third grade. I knew better than to hand out Jolly Ranchers and gumballs. I knew to give out Hershey's. I knew to give out Snickers. I knew to give out the real deal because that was going to get the votes. And you know what? He freaking won. He became class president. So don't give me well, this. Well, guess
5: what, gentlemen? Well, guess what, gentlemen? You just, You just proved the point. Right during the recession, what do you what's what's better? Do you, are you going to buy the Snickers Fun Pack? No, you're not. A little more expensive. So what are we buying? We're buying the Starburst. We're buying the Twizzlers because it. Comes but yet again, no, uh, not at
4: any point that I say that Starburst was a bad candy. <laughs> I'm advocating for the investment into better candy for the long-term growth. I'm being economically responsible no. and I taking knew... adequate financial risk. You as a libertarian should look at me and say, "My God, he's like Ayn Rand's." character in that book they say i should
3: read but no you you look at me as a filthy communist have you guys seen schindler's list have you seen schindler's list List, look when the dad knew they were putting them on the train and they had their last few cents and that kid was selling candy he didn't say do you have a twizzlers or a starbucks burst they sold him chocolate they bought chocolate with... It was music. Germany in the 1930s! What else were they gonna have? If we can't do what better... What
4: kind of false equivalency for Nonsense is that?
2: All right, there... It was all trick.
3: It was all trick, no treat. Alex!
2: <laughs> Alex! What Alex. do
3: we have if we can't do better than they did in the 1930s, Nazi Germany, during the Holocaust? What does it say? We ah, really proved
4: Godwin's theory. This is the first time I've seen Godwin's theory play out in real time. Well done.
3: Same same point I'm making, exactly. So, so Alex. The, the argument.
2: Points. Oh. Points. <laughs> oh, we're done? Yeah, you guys just yelled your way right past that buzzer. <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: I didn't hear it. Okay. Um, <laughs> what, Mr., uh, uh, Mr. Host. Mr. Foley, yeah. what, what, what is the range here again?
2: Negative one hundred to positive one hundred, <laughs> and you're f- okay. you're free to explore both limits. Oh,
0: Jesus! <laughs> okay. Whoever brought up Schindler's List brought me down because whenever you, see, I'm, <laughs> that was, to, I'm thinking that was of James. Candyland, and 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 uh, and now and now you're bringing up Schindler's List.
3: Look, if you got a problem with and, facts, I don't know what to say. <laughs> They bought chocolate. It's history. Okay. It's history.
0: I'm going to say... You uh, hate uh, Anne Frank, uh, too? Let me try to sort this out. Uh, Matt, for making the argument on the full-size candy bar, making it first, making it uh, cognizant, I will award you 75 points. Jesus. Uh,
3: Nice.
0: I will I am awarding was it Roman or James who brought up Schindler's list? It
2: was, was me, Roman. Roman. He is Roman. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I was
0: going okay. mm-hmm. to ask Dennis to to, to do that cuz
2: I can't trust you people.
0: Um <laughs> I don't know uh, they they yeah. have some sort of interest You're, in
2: why they want to hide it. that.
0: I give you that. I give you that. I can't trust us. <laughs> uh, uh Roman I I'm going to I'm docking you 25 points.
3: What? Uh and, Look, and James, if I didn't threaten to kill you before, <laughs>
0: James, I am gonna say, were you the were you the one who talked about the kid? Beat your kid being class president?
2: No, that was Roman. That was me. That was
3: Roman. That Don't was lie, also James, Roman. That was me. Okay, twenty five points. No,
0: no. <laughs> okay, so Roman, all right, I'll only dock you ten points.
3: Thank um, you, bro. I appreciate that. Nice. Why am I thanking him for being (laughs) Doc?
0: Okay. But I am. Okay, so I. Well, Doc, you 10 points. Uh, James, I'm going to award you 60
3: points.
2: It's happening here. All right. It's happening here. What is going on? Let's (laughs) see. So, do I get
3: some points? Or do I just get Doc?
2: You lost points.
3: You owe us points. (laughs) You owe us
2: points. What kind of country am I living in? Well, after minutes of very heated discussion about the most uh, controversial topics in the land right now. These are (laughs) the most controversial. The time has come to name this week's master debater. In third place, with 50 points, Roman.
3: Oh, my God.
2: In second... in second place with 134 (laughs) points. What, what a gap. James, that's your own fault. (laughs) And Our winner, our first place with 158 and and a half points. This week's master debater is Matt. So Matt, you get a minute to celebrate, which starts now. I would like
4: to thank uh, the Democratic Party, the D Triple C, for the honor of this win and the nomination tonight as the master debater, uh, I would like to say to the citizens of San Antonio listening to me on the radio right now, it, it is okay for someone from New York to list an opinion. Uh, I'd like to thank you for your time. Um, baseball should be sixty games and seven innings. Uh, we should have un- universal health care, uh, legalize it, and. I am the winner. I am a number one. I am at the top of the list. I am the big bad booty daddy of the week. I would like to thank you, Dennis, for making this possible. I'd like to thank Olive and Coco for being good dogs. I would like to thank Baba Booey, Greg Hughes, uh, Anthony Cumia, uh, the gang down at the place with the thing. Uh, You're welcome for me being here. This show is better for having me here. I should be champion emeritus. Thank you and good evening. I,
2: I, but second time winner for Matt, so congrats I, there. But I,
3: call, I call collusion.
2: That's it for this week's show. <laughs> big thank you to our three contestants this week. Comedian writer James Ponce, Matt Ryan from Combat Culture, and comedian Roman Garcia. And also a very, very big thanks to our judge this week, Alex Master Debaters is a production of XS Studios in KTSA San Antonio. You can learn more about Master Debaters online at KTSA.com slash Master Debaters. I'm Dennis Foley. This has been Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins.
1: san antonio's home for news and talk on air online and on demand 550 ktsa and fm 1071